What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. My name is Ramon, and this is Dad's Podcast Project. And today I wanted to talk about monetizing the value that your children are bringing to your social media or your vlogs if you are a YouTuber. And I know it sounds like an odd topic. However, it is one that came up recently in another podcast that I was listening to where the host had asked pretty much the question about having your kids on your social media or using your family, putting your family out there as pretty much your your content. And the response was that more often than not, because you need your family members for your content, it, it, you avoid things. You avoid things like arguments with your spouse or with your partner. You avoid things like confrontation because you want it to look all like everything's all good. You want everything to be to be good for posting on social media. Now, with that being said, when you think about some of these in influencers and some of these internet personalities who put their families out there, put their children out there, it really makes you wonder how they how they are when it comes to being recorded or when it comes to being being on, so to speak. I know that with child actors and, and actresses in the working world, we hear these horror stories about the difficulties of having diva parents and just these, like, I'm not sure if it would be considered like pageant moms or whatever the case may be, but just very, very difficult upbringings for some of these kids because they have to, they have to be on and they can't waste people's time who whom are trying to make money. Now, when you're the creator, the editor, the director, the all-in-one for Instagram or for YouTube or whatever it may be, that whatever social platform that you're posting your content on or these other parents are posting, it, it really makes you wonder how, what is going on behind the scenes. And... It's it again. It's primarily one of the reasons why I don't. For those of you who don't know, if you're new to listening, I I don't put my children out there on my social media. I don't want them. I don't want them to have a social media presence without them having the ability to consent to to doing so. Now, th again, this isn't to say that as a parent, I'm telling you you shouldn't as well. If this is what you want to do, then I'm, by all means, you're going to do you. You are going to raise your family and do the things that you want to do because, again, there's really, who am I to say whether or not it's right or wrong? All I know is what I want for my children, and I don't want them to have a social media presence yet. I want them to make that decision on their own. And with that being said, having to I know that my family and I we we go through some some growing pains together with our son he's at the stage where he really wants to flex his own independence and that's great but it can also be difficult when it's time to go to bed and he doesn't want to sometimes that can be a little bit more of a process to to finally get to bedtime and you have to prepare for that. I mean, if, if, if he's going to put up 
10 minutes of a fuss or 20 minutes of a fuss and I want them to be to bed by a certain time, well, I need to start 10 or 20 minutes earlier so we can go through those motions and eventually just get them to go to bed. Now, I wouldn't imagine trying to record content or or create this this life or this family family image that all while I'm trying to also raise children. I think that that would be extremely difficult for me. And it it's even difficult to to do things like creating content outside of just audio for a podcast. I dabbled a little bit in video, but it's being a parent it definitely is very taxing and very well, I don't want to say taxing, but it's very time consuming. I'll put it that way. So the other thing that came up in this in this podcasting talk was the monetization. I know that there are child labor laws in well, just in 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 the real world, uh, there are child labor laws where kids can't work. Now it's different for children who are in show business. There are different rules for them. Now, whether or not it's for X amount of hours out of the day or they need modified break slash lunch type system, all of that is has already been flushed out over the years in Hollywood between those who enact laws and those who are producing the content. Now, when it's YouTube, it's really like the Wild West in a sense that, yeah, there are labor laws for children, but not necessarily for kids on YouTube or kids on Instagram. And how do you monetize that in a sense that if you're earning an income off of your YouTube, if you're earning sponsorship income off of your Instagram, how do you factor in how much of that income or what value your kids are bringing to the table? And do they get paid? Does that money get set aside for them? Do the parents keep that money? All of these are kind of questions that I had never really thought about. And now I had heard in another podcast, more like an interview a lot longer ago, was the Ryan's Toy Room parents. They they were on a talk show and they were kind of really just upfront about the money is his and it goes, it's put away into a trust fund for him. So when he's 18, he can get it. You know, I'm not really buying that hundred percent. I know that that that's what you need to say, but at the end of the day, it's like the parents are probably skimming some of that, that coin too. Maybe they're not taking full advantage, but for the most part, they're, they're getting theirs too. I mean, if the if the mom's recording, if the dad's a part of the videos, they're definitely getting something for it. And then they also they had also mentioned that some of the funds are set aside for the the siblings of that Ryan kid. And now they moved on and they're doing the whole Nickelodeon thing, and they've got that television series locked down, but. Even then, it's like, are we going to hear a story about him and his family like we did about Dane Cook and his brother, like we did about, gosh, I'm trying to think of some more, but there's always like money divides family 
And in the case of Dane Cook, the comedian of yesteryear, his brother had been stealing money from him without him, him knowing. And so are we going to hear a story one day where this Ryan kid is lawyered up or found himself his own agent or whatever the case may be, and they look back on the books and they're going to say, you know what, your parents are skimming a few, a few, a little bit more than they should have. And what's that going to look like? How's that going to, how's that going to pan out? When thinking about things like I had mentioned earlier, just child labor laws and, and how much these, how much value these children are bringing to the table and in Instagram and in Facebook, is there anything that's going to be done so that they can earn some of that revenue? Or is it really just, ah, we're uploading videos and if it's sponsored, well, is that going to change? Are we going to see something change on the horizon? And now I see parents now who do that. And I don't know if they're at least the parents that are like, and not to call anybody out or name any names or anything like that, but just what I seem are like, the parents more on my level of things where they're creating content for social media, but they're not necessarily making a living off of content on social media, but I think that they want to. And so when they're putting this content out there and it's clearly for the purposes of hopefully one day getting sponsors or hopefully one day being able to turn this into a source of revenue, I wonder what is this like for the fam family dynamic? What is this like for, for the kids having to be on whenever the camera or the phone is out? Because there is no money being made. It's all just what they're doing. I don't know. I'd love to hear what you guys have to think about this or have to say about this. Feel free to leave it in the comments if you're, if you're catching this on any social media, not social media, any um, of my podcasting platforms. You guys can slide my DMs on my Instagram. It is at dad's podcast project. You can reach me there. You can find me on my website, www.ramoncampamore.com. Send me an email and just open up the conversation to what is this looking like for kids who are being not necessarily used, but involved in social media content and whose responsibility or who's looking out for them and their best interest is their child labor laws for them. Does it cover them? I, re I remember another story that happened just recently where a woman was, I believe she got doxxed for her, her just, ill intent in, in a video that she was making. She was trying to make like some cutesy video with her dog. I think it was like a German shepherd. And she's like playing with the dog, trying to play catch and pl try and play a trick on the dog. And when she uploaded the video, she also included some of the content that she probably didn't want in there. And it was of her shoving her dog as well as what looked like and is still up for debate, spitting in her dog's face. All because her dog wasn't cooperating with the way that she wanted to create this video. 
And I would say that dogs and children have to be some of the, some of the more challenging <laughs> uh, people to work with. I know that doing family photo shoots and, and even weddings and having children involved in the, in the, in the portraits that I'm capturing, um, they have their own time in their own place when they want to, when they're ready to do what it is that they want to do. So when you're trying to create content again, what does that look like? Like how difficult is that? I know that a lot of couples that were daily vloggers have since either split or found themselves in situations where their marriage and their relationship just needed to, either the vlog needed to stop or their relationship was going to have to end. And that can be frustrating for, for some people to be in that position where, especially when it's a source of revenue. So just something that I was thinking about and something that I wanted to talk about. I'm curious to, to hear what you guys have to say. Curious to hear what you guys think about this. Again, my stance is I don't want to put my kids out there and have, have them with a social media presence just yet. I know that they'll, there'll be a time for that. And when that time comes, uh, I want it to be their decision. And hopefully we have a line of dialogue where they can ask me or tell me about this interest that they're having in being a part of this whole social media atmosphere and the world that is, exists online. But that's all I have for you guys today. Again, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to these podcasts. I have a, a kind of a unique episode. It's been a little bit since I've had a guest on, and I'm still trying to work out the logistics, but the upcoming podcast is kind of themed around holding that secret of being pregnant and when do you share that information and whom do you share that information with first. I've got a guest who is, and I'm not trying to say this delicately in case anybody that I know or work with may know this individual, but the the word is not out yet. I found out about it because they approached me and told me, and they will be sharing this news with everybody, I think within the next week or two. However, I kind of wanted to talk about like, what are the initial thoughts and hopefully get them on this podcast before they share the information with everybody. Cause right now the parents know, I know it's, I'm very humbled to be a part of that, <laughs> that circle of people who, who are in the know and yeah, just kind of get those initial reactions from what is, who is going to be a first time dad and how are they feeling? What are they thinking? Because as soon as the cat's out of the bag, I think that changes the thought process a little bit too. You're going to get a lot of other dads who are going to come in and be telling you their experiences and what to expect. And it's going to bring some of that. Maybe it's going to set some of those nerves at ease a little bit. So I don't want to get that initial initial thought before before too many people can chime in on it. But as always, you guys, thank you for taking the time to listen. And until next time. See ya.